This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. And I do actually have some news for you. This is going to be the second last episode of Somewhat Grown Up. Does that make sense? Next week's episode is going to be the last episode on Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. And of course, I'll be touching on it a little bit more next week. But I wanted to just let you know that these are our final moments together. We need to cherish them. (laughs) And really, I just wanted to thank you all so much for everything for listening to the podcast episodes for sending in your messages for sharing all of the love you have given me over these past like couple of years year and a little bit I I can't even remember it has flown by so fast but as this is and I think the word is penultimate episode of somewhat grown up we are of course going to have a really fun podcast episode today as always I'm going to be telling you about my week my Christmas preparations. This has just become such a festive time of year for me this year and I'm absolutely loving it. We are going to be talking about the topic of when should you move out because this has kind of been on my mind for a long time and I want to talk it through a little bit more with you because I just, I need to bounce some ideas off because when is the right time to move out? I don't really know. And of course, we have another listener dilemma to get through today. So it is going to be so much fun. And I cannot wait to do this episode with you to sit down. I've been waiting for it all week. I've been trying to find a moment in my week where I feel relaxed. I feel comfortable just sitting down and having a little chat with you because I don't know about you, but Christmas preparations, whilst they're amazing, whilst they're festive, whilst they're fun, family filled, where do you find time in your schedule to do everything? Because honestly, I am struggling. And you know me, I like to be on top of my time management. I like to have my little calendar on my phone, have my little written time block that I do for every single day. But I will admit, it's been going a little bit all over the place at the minute and I just can't figure out where my head is at and the days are going by so fast. So this morning when I woke up, I was so tired and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to lie in bed. And then I was like, no, get out of bed, put a candle on, get yourself a nice glass of water, sit down and have a chat with your favourite people. 
And that is what I'm going to be doing right now because I feel like I just need a bit of a decompress. And that is definitely what these episodes do for me. They're just a moment where I get to have a little chat with you. And I feel like we have that girly catch up that especially I need. Like I love having these little catch ups. So that's what I've done. I've got my Yankee candle burning. I've got my Harry Potter cup with a whole glass of cold water in there absolutely amazing and we're sitting down to have a little bit of a chat because the time is flying away christmas for me right now is a week away no it isn't it is less than a week away scary for you christmas has potentially been and gone depending on when you were listening to this episode so that is even scary to think about but i feel like this like last week maybe two weeks before christmas somehow just becomes a little bit of a whirlwind and a little bit of chaos going on and normally I wouldn't be working at the same time but I am now also working whilst having to manage all of this Christmas stress and the lead up to Christmas and then I'm working after Christmas as well so it all feels just a little bit strange and it's a new kind of way of adapting right you've got to spend your time with family spend your time with friends I somehow this week have to wrap up all of my presents because honestly the only thing I had wrapped up so far was my secret Santa present which I gave to my friend last week so that's already been opened so it's getting a little bit chaotic and I'm starting to think I really need to actually plan out my time maybe just a little bit better just to try and get everything done and ready for Christmas but it's also kind of exciting isn't it? Like I have watched so many Christmas films so far this year that it is just amazing. And normally I don't get to watch that many Christmas films, but I've been actually trying, like actively trying to watch all of them because it sometimes, I don't know if you ever had this, but there's so many Christmas films to watch, isn't there? And then it gets to January 1st and all of a sudden I can think of like five different Christmas films that I didn't watch well technically last year but it still feels like this year but then you're in the new year at that point so you can't watch a Christmas film because then it's bad luck for next Christmas and so then I'll try and remember to watch them and I never get around to watching them and it annoys me every single year year in year out this year I did something a little bit too organized for my own brain to handle but I actually wrote out all the Christmas films that I want to watch I looked up where I could watch them because some of them you can only watch on Amazon Prime some you can only watch on Netflix it all gets a little bit complicated so I made it easy for myself I then decided how many sort of sessions I guess of sitting down and watching Christmas films I needed to do And I am actually doing pretty well. So at this point, the only films I have left to watch are The Holiday, which is my favourite Christmas film ever, favourite film hands down, but I'm going to be doing that when I wrap Christmas presents. I also want to watch Love Actually and possibly The Grinch, if I can get round to watching The Grinch. If I don't watch that one, that's not so much high up on my list. I've watched Elf this year and normally I sort of interchange those two because... I don't know why they feel similar to me when I sit and watch them, The Elf and The Grinch. I don't really know. But I've watched Elf already, so The Grinch is a little bit of a hit and miss. I wouldn't be too upset if I missed that one. But I've watched every other Christmas film I've been wanting to watch. 
which is actually quite an achievement for me at this point because the thing is I've just got so many stuff in the few days before Christmas and normally that's when I watch all my Christmas films but I've kind of been aware that that's not going to happen this year but it's spread out the Christmas cheer (laughs) for a little bit longer and I'm actually really excited for Christmas this year. I don't know, it feels a bit different as you kind of grow up anyway and I know we've spoken about that last Christmas how different it felt for us just the more you step into adulthood I feel like the weirder Christmas kind of becomes because it's like what what do you do where do you get your like Christmas magic from but I definitely feel like this year I've somehow managed to keep up some form of like festive spirit at the same time as doing the adulty side of Christmas which is buying presents, wrapping the presents, making sure you've got everything ready for Christmas Day. So I don't know, I feel like it's been a good combination this year and I feel very balanced. When I speak it out loud, it sounds kind of stressful, but actually sometimes being organised does pay off. And actually there have been instances where maybe I've been too organised for some, but for me, it's actually really helped keep up my Christmas spirit like a little bit. So I'm really excited for the few Christmassy things I've got coming up. I'm actually going to see a panto on Christmas Eve, which normally I don't watch pantos until after Christmas. So I'm really excited for that one. To do it on Christmas Eve, it's going to be something a little bit new, but we'll see how it goes. I'm also going to be doing a little bit of baking on Christmas weekend, which I have actually somehow never done before. Like I've never baked like a few days before Christmas like it's just normally one of those things that you know is Christmassy to do but you just never do this year I'm actually doing it and I am so excited I'm also going to be spending some time with my family so it's like really fun things coming up I've obviously still got to wrap the presents but I do actually find that quite exciting although don't know about you but the older I'm getting not that I'm not that I'm very old don't get me wrong my back hurts more and more every single year whenever I wrap presents so as much as I enjoy it it's always a little bit painful at the same time and I don't know if I should be admitting that at the big old age of 23 but my back does hurt when I wrap Christmas presents and it's just kind of something that I have to live with now and it's going to potentially probably most likely get worse as the years go on but it is also really enjoyable and I do like sitting down with a good Christmas film on normally the holiday wrapping the presents and then spending time with family getting to see some friends before Christmas it's gonna be actually a really nice Christmas I feel like like I've got good hopes for it this year for all of us and yeah I'm just kind of I'm really excited about it even if you don't celebrate Christmas I hope you have got some fun plans whatever that may be over this little festive season you know whether they're Christmas related or they're not let's just bring some joy into our life do you know what I mean sometimes we need those moments where maybe it's having a chill for ourselves. maybe it's meeting up with friends maybe it's seeing family sometimes we just need to remind ourselves to actually do that for our own well-being do you know what I mean? And it sounds weird to think that actually sometimes you have to consciously do it. But I've definitely been noticing that if I forget about it, I just won't ever do it. But really, we need to be our own priority. So definitely make yourself a priority this week coming up. 
So I hope you have some fun things planned, whatever that may be, festive, not festive, however it is that you want to be spending this weekend. I hope you get up to some fun things, whatever that is for you. So let's go to a break now. And then when we come back, we are going to be talking about the topic of moving out of our childhood homes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I feel like moving out is a topic that when it comes to growing up can be a little bit of a taboo subject, but also an incredibly scary subject at the same time because not really much is kind of said on this whole how you move out when you should move out of your childhood home like what are even the steps to do so there's actually not that much information out there and the more that I've been thinking about it lately because I feel like this year has kind of been a bit of a turning point for me to start thinking about the idea of moving out and how that could be possible for me if it's even possible because I'm not gonna try and make it sound like it's this really quick and easy thing to do when actually it's pretty hard to move out like the more I've looked into it the more confused I get the more complicated it feels and the more I'm just like right maybe maybe now's just not the time maybe I just shouldn't be doing it and we've spoken about it in listener dilemmas before we've brought it up I feel like I've spoken about it quite a bit the more I'm thinking about it I feel like the more we're all thinking about it as well like it's one of those weird topics that coincidentally you all seem to think about at similar points I don't know if that's just me who's been noticing that but I've definitely the more like we've been speaking I've definitely been noticing it like talking to friends family talking to you like it's definitely a topic that is coming up a little bit more often. And I wanted to touch on it again because I've really been thinking about it at the minute. And just the timeline of how that looks is so much longer than when I was younger. Like before you kind of, I'm putting quotations on this, but before you sort of grow up and have the idea of moving out and have that idea of, right, what's your next steps? Where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself it actually takes so much longer. Like when, before you grow up and before you sort of hit that age where you think, right, let's do it, it seems like it's going to be a quick and easy thing that you can just do instantly. But actually, it's seeming like it takes a lot more preparation. I mean, a lot more money than I physically have, which is a whole other topic of discussion because it is just ridiculous amounts of money that you need. But I feel like it's just a strange one because... 
when do you feel like you should move out? Do you feel like there's a point where it's like, right, now it's too late? I was looking at this statistic that I found. I can't remember where I found it now, but I'm sure it said something like the average age people move out is like 34 years old, which actually, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's too late? Do you feel like that's too early? Would you want to stay in your childhood home for longer? Would you want to move out earlier? And even like looking around my life and the people that I know within my life, everyone's a little bit different. Like I didn't kind of go the standard route with university. So I never moved out to go to university. A lot of my friends moved out for uni. They moved wherever across the country. A lot of them stayed there. Some of them came back. Some of them have gone traveling around the world and it's absolutely incredible to see and I kind of get a little bit of FOMO every time I see a new Instagram story come up but it's like we've all chosen very different paths and it's hard to know for you without looking at anybody else but for you what's the right move to be making I kind of in a way already had this chat with myself when I was 18 looking at universities because I very quickly thought I don't want to move away for uni like I want to stay at home I don't particularly have a reason why I just knew the whole idea of moving out for uni wasn't for me the idea of sharing a kitchen in first year was a complete no no I I don't want to do that thank you very much and so that was the first time where a lot of people I knew were in a sense moving away from home because you don't really have the idea of if you're going to come back or are you going to come back after uni I think everybody has a very different concept of it so for me I I felt like I missed that boat in a way right because I didn't move out for uni I stayed at home and I traveled into uni instead but now it's at that point where I'm like do I want to move out now when do I feel like I'm going to be ready to move out do I ever feel like I'll be ready to move out it's a really strange one to kind of think about your thoughts about the situation and I will admit I still don't know I've been thinking about it a lot and this whole idea of when should I be doing that and actually I don't know I think it's definitely one I'm going to take day by day but the thing is you still have to prepare for it and this is kind of what I mean when I say when should you move out there's no when should you There's no like set, I don't think anyway, that there's a set time that's right or wrong to move out. But the thing about it is when you get to that point where you're 100% ready to move out, you have to have your finances ready. You have to have your ideas of the whole layout and how it works. What do you want? Do you want a flat? Do you want a house? There are so many things to think about that actually preparation I feel like is key we're coming back to that organized side of my brain that just loves to let itself out every now and again and that organized tiny little smidge of my brain is absolutely loving life when it's thinking about moving out because I am already thinking about the things to prepare like I'm putting money away I've spoken about it before that I have a lifetime ISA as always, I don't really know much about finances, so please don't take any advice from me, but I do put money into a LISA just so I'm building it up and the government give you 25%. There's a lot of other things to it other than that, so do look into it if you are considering 
But for me, that seems like one of the best options to build somewhat of a budget. So I'm trying to max that out as much as I can every single financial year just to prepare myself to the point where I think I'm ready to move out. Then I've already prepped that money there and I've already prepped my thoughts there to get ready for the idea. Does that make sense? Because I don't know, it's one of those ones where I've definitely noticed it quite a lot that by the time people realise they want to move out, they're then still stuck living in their childhood space because they didn't prep stuff beforehand. So I think sometimes, and there's many other aspects where I do feel like this, but actually it's best to prepare when you're way too early. Like prepare when you have no idea what you're doing. Like if you want to open a LISA, I opened mine a couple of years ago with literally £10 in it because I didn't really know what it was about, but I know I kind of wanted one. So I put £10 in there just to have it open. And it's kind of doing those little things, watching like a few videos on it, having a look at how other people have moved out, just to give yourself a bit of an idea. That's what I've been doing anyway lately and I think it's kind of warmed me up to the idea in a way but I'm also still finding it very scary and very overwhelming which I think is always going to be the case whenever we move out of our childhood home because it's a massive massive step that comes with a lot of other stuff a lot of other finances a lot of other situations that are just very very scary to even comprehend at this point but I feel like that's kind of where my brain is now at. Like I haven't got a set idea of when it is I want to be moved out. I haven't got a set plan of how I'm going to do it. What I'm doing instead is trying to get myself financially in a place where when I'm ready, I'm 100% ready in all aspects. I'm trying to figure out what I want what I like the look of, what areas do I think are nice. It gives me something to do in the evening when I've got nothing to do and I'm sitting there bored. I will just look up houses online just to see what the price range is in different areas. And you know what? It's actually really, really fun to do. If you don't enjoy doing that, then that's also okay. I do admit, probably a little bit of a weird pastime for me to be doing lately, but I'm really enjoying doing it. I like looking at the houses that are going to be completely out of my price range, I will admit, because they are the coolest ones to look at. But I also do like actually realistically look at what potentially I could be affording, what potentially is on the market. It's just good to know. And I think the more you broaden your horizons with that sort of thing, maybe the easier it becomes. I don't know. Put a massive question mark next to that one. But it's definitely something I'm thinking about at the minute like when when do you know when should you there's so many question marks but actually the preparation is helping put my mind at ease a little bit so maybe if you're in the same boat maybe that's something else to think about like just putting those few things into action just so they're there whenever you're ready your brain is just that slightly bit more prepared right Let's go to another break now. And then when we come back, we have got our listener dilemma of the week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So let's get into this week's listener dilemma. The second last listener dilemma on this podcast. It feels really strange to think next week is going to be the last episode. I don't know. I don't want to think about it too much. I don't want to get emotional. (laughs) let's get on into it because this is actually a really interesting dating dilemma hey Gemma I need your help I've been trying online dating over the last couple of months for the first time just to see if I could meet someone new that way well I've spoken to a few people but the conversation always seems to get a bit awkward I wait on them to suggest that we go on a date, but I don't know if I should be more forward. I'm just not that type of girl. How do I get the conversation to move forward without the awkward part? Now, I feel like this is kind of a common one when it comes to online dating. I will admit, I'm probably not the best person to be asking. I'm going to give like a little bit of help from my experience and when I've spoken to my friends but personally I've never actually tried online dating I don't know why I feel like it's gonna be that thing that when I'm older I think oh I wish I gave that a try but I just never have for some reason but I do feel like and from different friendships that I've had and different people I've spoken to friends family It is a good way to meet people and quite a few people I know have met people that way and they've gone on to have like really good long relationships or they've just met somebody new and it's interesting and it actually seems like a really good way to meet people because it is kind of hard, isn't it? But I do get what you mean because it's actually really hard to get to know somebody, I feel like, over an online platform like over just having a conversation online I feel like whilst you can get to know someone that way you definitely need that date and what I've kind of noticed is you need that date to come fairly quickly at least the first date I feel like if I was doing it I wouldn't want to have that much of a conversation with someone before arranging a date Because you can kind of pick up on the vibes, hopefully pretty quickly, and then you can plan a date that's in public, that is a safe setting to go, to then meet somebody and actually get to know them through a conversation. Through people I know, that's kind of seemed to be the best way. But then it's a little bit awkward, isn't it? Especially if you're that type of person who I'm the exact same, so don't even worry about it, where you like to wait on the other person to suggest a date first. But maybe this is the time. Push that confidence just a little bit more and maybe throw out the date card perhaps a little bit earlier than before it gets to that awkward stage, right? Because I can imagine that that awkward part comes when you've had that typical conversation online, like you've discussed 
what you do for a job you've discussed maybe what you've eaten today do you know what I mean and then you get into that awkward part where it's I feel like you need to break the ice by actually meeting them in person to see if you still get that good vibe or that awkward vibe when you actually meet them but sometimes other people have the same issue as us where they want you to suggest the date so maybe it's just time pull that card out just a little bit earlier than perhaps you naturally would just to see how it goes maybe test it out with one person that you match with have a little bit of a conversation if you think it's the right time if you're thinking in your head you want them to ask you on a date ask them because what's it going to do what's the worst outcome of that situation they unmatch you or they block you or whatever and then you're not that much further back than you were when you started right and you can be happy in yourself knowing that you tried you put your cards on the table and it doesn't have to be like a full-on date it could be a like hey are you free to meet up and get a coffee next week are you free to I don't know go out for dinner you know like however you want to play it I feel like coffee dates are a great first date because they don't have to last long like if it doesn't go well you can just cancel it a little bit earlier. Do you know what I mean? Like you can drink a hot drink within half an hour if you're really pushing it. If you feel that uncomfortable, you can get that drink down and be out of there within half an hour. But if you're enjoying it, you can extend it on a little bit longer. For me, coffee dates definitely are the go-to when you're like first meeting somebody anyway. And I feel like maybe that's what's going to help you get past that awkward stage because I know what you mean. I feel like it comes no matter what, but it's especially hard when you've met someone online, you're talking online. In a way, you need to take it face-to-face and you need to take it like real life, having a conversation together in person but it's hard to know when's the right time to merge the two, right? But maybe it's early on. I think I'd personally prefer to not speak to somebody much online, but have a date planned for like the next week. And then maybe you don't talk to each other every day leading up to it. You just have like little catch-ups here and there, a little, hey, are we still on for Thursday or whatever? And just throw it out like that maybe that's the way to go. I feel like this time of year is a great time to do that because a lot of us have time off of work depending on how your work situation works. So people have more free time. So maybe if you've got someone on the cards at the minute, just try it today. Send a little, hey, are you free tomorrow? Are you free in two days time? Do you know what I mean? Just to see how it goes. Sometimes we have to push our confidence a little bit, especially when it comes to online dating, because it can be a little bit awkward. You know, like you've judged someone based off of a profile, you're then chatting to them a little bit. I feel like it's definitely before you get to that awkward point, or even if you're at that awkward point, maybe that's the time. Just throw it out there. Push yourself a little bit, or maybe somehow hint at the idea that you want a date if you don't want to go that far you know like just dropping little pennies in there that you want to go on a date with them right like say oh I heard this coffee shop's really good or I heard this restaurant has really good reviews you know just throw that one out there you know put your intentions there without having to officially ask and just see see where it goes because I feel like that's the fun with online dating is 
that you can sort of play around with it you can test out your strategies a little bit and then when you meet that person that you take it like in real life and then you go on multiple dates then you can kind of see how it goes in the long run right I feel like maybe it's time for you to just push yourself that little bit here is your sign to ask that person on a date if you've got someone if not wait until you match with them wait until you're like a couple messages in and then maybe throw it in there see how it goes throw a little joke in there as well you know lighten up the mood sometimes online conversations can get too serious too quick and we need to just make it a little bit fun you know spark up the conversation just a little bit more so good luck to you and I hope everything goes well and I hope you get that confidence just to be more forward I feel like we definitely need that I know I have definitely needed that at the minute just that little bit of like right no I'm going to be the one to say it I'm not going to wait on you I'm going to be the one to put my cards on the table do you know what I mean it's nerve-wracking but it's definitely worth doing So good luck to you and thank you so much for sending in your dilemma and for listening to today's episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I have really enjoyed spending the time with you, having a little sit down, having a little catch up and I can't wait to do so next week in our last episode of Somewhat Grown Up. That is going to feel so weird but I will catch up with you then and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.